0: And Welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick, both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Today on Careering, I'm on with Rebecca O'Brien, who is a coach of wellness by Rebecca. She helps IT executives prevent burnout and create sustainable change. Welcome, Rebecca. Hi, thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on. You and I spoke a lot. You have a study to share and a lot of steps. But before we get into any of that, I'd love to hear a little bit about Wellness by Rebecca and your journey.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So basically everything that started from this was a an unfortunate happening to my own health, but I can see that now as an absolute blessing and I'm grateful for it. But I actually went through burnout myself in 2014. Okay. I have a corporate background in sales and marketing for about 15 years. And with this you know, journey or path I was on on the fast train as I like to call it, you know, just focusing on success and my work. Yeah. I, you know, I hit the wall and was diagnosed with burnout and depression. Okay. And I was sick for two years. I couldn't get out of bed for the first six months. It wow. was really, really bad. Yeah. And what kind of came from this, of course, with the whole, you know, my my life changed. Did a complete 180, and I really believe I got a second chance in, you know, actually getting onto my purpose path yes. and the path that I that I really should be on in doing this. So I decided to really follow my heart because health and wellness has always been a passion of mine, and I've always had so much interest in it yeah. that for me, it was a decision of, you know, going back to school and becoming a certified, both health and wellness coach, stress management coach, and mindfulness instructor and nutritionist. Because I, I could that, really see all,
0: it really all works together, doesn't it? The more I, the more does, I, the I was just Yeah, Yeah.
1: And that was really one of the things that really drove me to kind of choose, okay, what do I want to do in health and wellness, both with my background of being burnt out, that was definitely number one to be committed to really help anyone else and prevent them from going through the suffering and pain that I did. But it was also the holistic approach because I realized that with my own burnout, it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just one thing or it wasn't just a work thing. It was so many different aspects of my life. And it affected me, you know, mentally and physically.
0: Yes. Yes. I think that's so true. And I think, you know, you hear about burnout and everyone talks about burnout, Yeah. but I think I would love to hear from you. I mean, obviously not being able to get out of bed for six months
1: Mm.
0: is a major, what really kind of emphasizes like burnout
1: versus just sort of I'm tired and stressed out. Yeah. Great question there. I think a lot, you can see different, different parts of burnout today. and, And perhaps people mention in it that, don't really understand it or know the, you know, whole severity and severeness of it. There's definitely, you know, different types of exhaustion, you know, fatigue, chronic fatigue, whatever whatever is going on with you in a timeline, but burnout is not, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be gone for three, four weeks. I'm just going to rest and everything is going to be fine. You know, it was really of both mentally and physically, Like I said, I couldn't get out of bed, but mentally, you know, my my memory gave out. I couldn't be around sound or light, anything like that. Concentration problems, focus, you know, forget about it with everything there. But physically in my body, you know, my adrenal glands from pumping out so, so much cortisol and different other things that was really affecting my stress over, this is probably 15, 20 years of my life. This can be different for everyone, but it was definitely something that was snowballing into when I hit the wall, I just, you know, my body shut down and was like, you're not moving now. You know, we need to take care of this. We need, you need to heal.
0: Okay and I love that and I love that it pushed you into your current path. You and I actually yeah. connected because you had reached out to me about a health and wellness study you were doing for executives. Yes. And so I said I would love to find out the results of this study and have you on the yeah. show. So let's kind of get into the study. What how did you go about it and
1: what did you find out? Yes, it was it has been fantastic. I knew with with this I started it out during early summer and it was kind of going to be this you know short 3-4 week thing because of course I've seen the changes both in mental health or health in general and our well-being of course with covid this year that things have really changed and affected both different countries you know during certain weeks certain months to going into you know spring summer fall now and for me the really the eye openers and i think of speaking to so many that were taking part in this was knowing you know we're not alone in this and we're not alone of everything's happening and there's a lot of uncertainty in the in the world especially with what we can't you know control right now because a lot of right. things are outside of our control and that were the kind of four key challenges that came up was both around, you know, self-awareness, the times of uncertainty now, the stressful or the industry that the people were in that I was interviewing and how stressful they found it. And especially okay. with working from home now as well, but also how professionals are incorporating or shall I say a lack of incorporating self-care. Yes,
0: Yeah, absolutely. And did you find that, did you do the study with comparison of COVID versus before COVID? Or was it just in general, here's how we're doing as a nation, or not even a
1: nation, a world that's dealing
0: with (laughs) this pandemic? Yeah, a
1: world. Yeah, it was basically from from now because I was finding also, I want to see, you know, how bad are we talking with mental health? Because I know we're all struggling and this is this has been an issue for so many of us. So I was trying to see where, you know, where can I help? Where can I perhaps change both my coaching program but also bring light to different industries and then teach them. And implement that, for example, into corporate programs at the end of this year, you know, for next year as well. So,
0: based on the results that you've found from this research, I know you and I have talked previous to this podcast, and you really mm-hmm. have a four step method that you use. And I think it's even more timely and relevant after the results of the report. So, can you share the four steps with us?
1: Absolutely, yes. So, the four steps that I have on the method that my program is called Into Empowerment is really, you know, reclaiming your power again and and stepping into that. And first of all, that starts with Mm self-mastery. And that's really looking at, you know, your self-awareness of identifying, observing your thoughts, emotions, and behavior. And this is really a step that brings clarity so you can get off the roller coaster, come back to living in the present moment mm-hmm. and just creating a sustainable foundation based on your values and goals. Okay. Because everything really starts with ourselves. Yes and really taking note of, you know, what is going on with me, what are my stressors, triggers, my thoughts What emotions are coming up? Why are they coming up? And and how am I reacting to them, you know, behavior-wise? Right. But then the second step is powerful mind. Mm -hmm. And I incorporate mindfulness in this because mindfulness has just been such a wonderful and effective practice. Really looking at, again, keeping you grounded and connected to Present right now, and not feeling stuck in the past or living in the past of thoughts, emotions, things that have happened in life, or just feeling anxious about the future. Mm -hmm. Because I know we so easily can go into, you know, crisis mode or thoughts, emotions, and behaviors with that as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah. So, powerful mind is, you know, we can look at our thoughts that aren't necessarily true with that but we can also bring awareness to the positive thinking mm-hmm. and our positive attitudes of what's going on in life on a day-to-day basis. Okay. And I really believe in both the work of, you know, conscious and subconscious yes, with our mind because everything has an effect on on what we're doing on a daily basis. And then with this step three, of course, high performing habits. And for me habits, it's just, it's really the foundation of everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Habits can, you know, they take some time to perform and, and it might be out of our comfort zone. So it's not, you know, this is not a quick fix or anything that's going to happen overnight. Right. But they really, you know, habits will help you support and fuel your energy and give you clarity you know along the way with certain tools that'll help you then move the needle towards your goals because it's really about the building blocks of becoming the best version of you right i love that yeah and then have of course with habits again that can look as you know we can look at the the core ones where sleep nutrition and exercise self care but i also love to look at you know, the smaller ones, which that can be, you know, each and every day, how are you taking small breaks or how are you resting? I give myself, for example, you know, 30 minutes after I wake up before I check my phone. Yes. That's a big one. And I hear about
0: that one a lot. I have yeah. not mastered that myself yet, <laughs> but I'm
1: working on it. it is. It's, it's, it's consistent, you know, work with it. It was a difficult one. I I can say that because we're always, yes, we're always on our phones and I really believe in though, you know, screen time and having notifications turned off, for example, you know, setting times where I can look at email and then, you know, switch that off and just focus on one thing at a time, not multitasking. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And then the fourth step is unbreakable boundaries. And boundaries really are, you know, it's its depending on both energy and your well-being mm-hmm. and the relationship you have with yourself, but also all the relationships that surround you. Right. And really setting boundaries, I found, and I know a lot of my clients speak about this as well, because it's not it's not always easy, you know, especially if it's very very close family or certain right. relationships you know we try and start small and then and then grow from there but here again you know boundaries is about reclaiming your power and creating more freedom to truly what's important to you because if yes. we're not following that we're getting you know we're getting trampled on or dismissing our needs and wants and right. not you know, not respecting or, or showing really love to ourselves of what we need and want.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I think for me, the boundaries for me personally is just mm. such a big one because I'm a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> I'm trying really. Yeah. Some yeah. Boundaries I think are such a big part of that. I used to feel like if I gave and gave and gave, and then I'd get <gasps> kind of resentful because I'd be like, why am I not getting this back? And mm. through this use of, kind of boundaries and like you're talking about self-care, all four of these steps are so important. And I've been trying to be, especially this last year with COVID, very mindful of the four, yes. the exact four things you talk about. And you really do find that when, when you create space and room for the things yeah. that you truly want to do, not just from what mm. you're saying you'll do, feeling resentful about it, it really just does open it up. It's such a form of self-care. Just yeah, to
1: say it no, is, it is really. Yes, exactly, exactly. Saying saying no, you, you know, that's really about when you say no, you're saying yes to yourself. Yes, yes. I read something the other day that
0: I love so much. It said, if it is not a hell yes, then it's a no. And
1: I just yes, thought that was yeah. so,
0: that's so <laughs> simplified for me. If I'm not like so excited that I can't stand the idea of not saying yes, then yeah. it needs to be a no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's. I think it's so important. Of really, it kind of goes hand in hand with checking in. You know, checking in with ourselves and asking. Yes. You know, do I do I really want to do this, or is this something I want to focus my time and and energy on? Right. Is this a relationship that I want to continue with or, or nurture, spend time with? I think energies all around us. There is, you know, what is what's really bringing me joy and, yes. and what is, you know, taking, taking my energy. Yeah. And
0: uh, the common, common theme among all of my interviews and guests, I love this yeah. idea of like setting your soul on fire. So really we're all just trying to find ways to set our souls on fire. Yes. Right. what yeah. is going to do that for you. That's what I love asking yeah. people, yeah. you know, is just like, what is it that's going to excite you in that way?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, especially with COVID, you've given us so many great, you know, ideas and tips and tricks, and I'd love to hear any Mm -hmm. more that you may want to share. But specifically around COVID, this idea of self-care, I feel like a lot of Mm -hmm. women, we are juggling a ton of stuff right now that we didn't have before. You know, we're teachers, Mm -hmm. we're moms, we're wives, we're sisters, we're daughters, we're just the amount of roles is mind boggling. So Mm -hmm. what are you finding the most often from the women you work with? What are they struggling with the most right now? Would you say?
1: I mean, right now, what, just when you say with boundaries, it's really about while working from home right now, the lines are kind of blurred because yes. we can work all day, all night. There's not, you know, leaving the office or commute time, whichever it is. I really recommend just a few practices around, for example, mindful work day, as I call it, and just Checking in and checking out at a set time each day, you know, having three things on your to do list instead of 10. If Mm -hmm. you finish those three things, perfect. That's fine. You know, you can add another more three. Yeah. But if you still have a few things or one thing from your to do list that day, you know, move that at six o'clock or whenever you finish to your list for the next day. And, also, really, just taking short breaks throughout the day, yes, I think a lot of people i I hear now or I have a, a few clients that started with me working with me, and they were saying, "You know, I almost forget to eat lunch or i don't have time for lunch I'll, I'll take right. my morning coffee and breakfast, and then oh it's three three p m or it's three in the afternoon, and just really small little things with that of okay, I need to, I need to take care of myself, even though I'm, I'm working from home and the environment or the situation is different. Right. How can I take care of myself right now? And that I can think, even I be I think that's taking- a, lunch
0: is a huge one. There's so many people that even when they're eating lunch, and especially now that they're at home, they're eating yeah. in front of their computer and doing work. So like, yes. yes, they're getting lunch, but it's not necessarily that break they used no, to no. receive. no, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, taking a midday walk with that, yes. you know, if, even if it's 15, 20 minutes, just out, walk around the block, leave your phone at home, you know, take that small little break and just get yep. some exercise. If you can go for a longer walk, enjoy nature. That's yep. something that I try and, and do, you know, every day is like midday walk. Okay. I need, I'm going to take this break.
0: I love that because one thing that I have found definitely, and then I've been very careful about in my own life is when I feel completely stressed out and things are out of control, if I force myself, like you're saying, to just get outside and take even a 20 minute walk, by the time I come back and look at the email or the, you know, press release I'm writing or whatever it is, it does not seem as heightened as it did when I left. So it's really just kind of a matter of like stepping back and getting perspective and then yes, coming back yeah. in refreshed and ready to tackle whatever yeah. you're facing, that's been exactly. a
1: really big one. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And our, our brain, I mean, we our brain absolutely loved this because it it is really a break for, you know, to promote our creativity or to support our creativity in that as well. Yes. It's amazing what just a few minutes can do of completely switching off and doing something else. And then, like you said, you know, coming back to, sitting at your desk or, or looking at that project or email again. Yes,
0: absolutely. Well, you've given us some amazing tips, but I know you're juggling so many things yourself. So is there anything in addition to all the wonderful tips and tricks you've given us that you do on a daily or weekly basis to kind of keep it all together?
1: Yes, yeah. I have a, a few practices that I you know swear by and live by, like I said. And one of them, of course, is is nature my midday walks, I check in with myself every day, if not, you know, several times a day. And if that's the case, depending on what's going on of both, you know, how am I feeling? How am I nurturing myself? Just simple things, hydrate, you know, food, my sleep. And like I said, with my phone, I try and leave my phone in another room during during certain hours, or I will you know i don't check my phone 30 minutes in the morning that has been huge i also i i stay away from you know the news i got rid of my tv just in my in my burnout recovery or let's say when i was recovering right. and i know that might not be for everyone but it was really it was those shifts that completely changed everything for me just in terms of energy and you know, being my most healthy, healthy self, mind, body, mind, body, and soul there.
0: Well, and I love that all of these are things, so you're practicing what you preach. I mean, everything you're talking about <laughs> yes, yeah, goes through yeah. the four steps that we talked about before. It's it's really yeah. just a matter of, like you said, I mean, just setting boundaries, you know, saying no, getting the rest, yeah. self-care. I mean, it truly is, all. you know, the mind-body connection. It's all the things yes. you've been talking about you're practicing in your life, which I think is so wonderful that you yourself yeah. are your own best patient. <laughs> I am.
1: I am for sure. Yes. (laughs) So,
0: well, I so appreciate having you on today. You are just thank you so much. I'd love to offer up to our listeners. If they'd like to see the report, where should they contact you or reach out to you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They can reach me at wellness by Rebecca. Okay. That's my website. I'm also on, you know, my social media with LinkedIn and Instagram is also wellness by Rebecca. So, you can reach me there or email me as well, and that's fine. Info at wellnessbyrebecca.com. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for your time and expertise today. I have loved
0: having you on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed speaking to you. Me too.